I was planning to release a totally different episode today, but you know how you have those moments, those moments of impact that totally shift your mood. They they shift your path in life and oftentimes your perspective. Well, I had one of those moments. Uh, I, I actually had one of those days, if I'm being quite honest, okay? <laughs> and And it got me to thinking about a quote that I saw on Instagram that said something to the effect of, we as teachers are people and our students are people too. We have good days and our students have good days. We have bad days and our students have bad days. Let's let our students be people. And I started to think, how am I as a culture-centered teacher allowing myself to show up authentically in the classroom as a person? And then how am I allowing my students to show up authentically as a person in the classroom? Like how, how am I giving myself permission and my students permission? And so that's what this episode is all about. It's about how can we allow ourselves and our students to show up authentically in the classroom, to create a space that allows both of us to be affirmed, welcomed, and celebrated in this partnership of education. Let's level up. Hey, hey, welcome to the Culture Centered Classroom Podcast, a space for educators looking to step into their power by creating a classroom environment and lessons that affirm, welcome, and celebrate all their students through instruction. I'm your host, Jocelyn Hubbard, an educator, teacher coach, wife, mother to five children, and your partner on this journey of creating culture-centered classrooms. Let's jump into the episode. Like I said a minute ago, this episode is all about showing up authentically as yourself in the classroom and how that can empower your students and allow them to show up authentically so that you both are in a classroom and having these learning experiences where you are comfortable and safe and can show up as your best selves. So there were definitely a couple of moments that inspired this episode and I'm not going to share all of them because eh, no one wants to hear all of the moments, but I am going to share one. So the one that I'm thinking of is I was sitting in the car with my kids and all the things of life are happening. It's hectic. You know, we're, we were moving out of our house and my daughter says, mom, you know, I can, I can tell when you're frustrated and upset, right? Because you put on this like fake happy voice and you smile as big as you can. And I just wish you would, would like be who you are. Like, I wish you would just be upset or just be however you're feeling. And she's seven. Okay. She's seven, but it caused me to pause and say, you know what? Like she's right. Now, there, there were a series of, of other events that happened that day, you know, people saying, how are you? And me giving a canned response, like, I'm fine, I'm great. And yeah, like I can't pour out all the things that are happening and all of my feelings to the person I pass in the grocery store, but there are definitely ways to show up more authentically than less. And and I think that it's important for us as educators to to show up authentically because the reality is, our students aren't walking in the classroom out of some bubble, right? It's not like they're like in this little bubble of a world where everything is perfect and there's just rainbows and 
the food is always delicious and, you know, clothes always fit the right way. And, I, you know, I don't know all that, like life is not perfect and that's fine. But I want to, I want them, my students to understand that I'm a person too. I'm happy and I'm sad and I'm excited and I'm nervous and like I'm real and it's okay for them to be real and to understand that sometimes that does impact the way that you show up in the world, but it's okay to to acknowledge that and then decide how do I want to react going forward. So anyway, to start off this episode, I want to define the word authentic. You know I love a good definition. According to Merriam-Webster, the word authentic means real or genuine, not copied or false. Oh, I love it already. And then according to the Urban Dictionary, authentic is an adjective to describe being true to your own nature in the face of pressures to conform to local norms. I mean, I love both of those definitions. So like, how can we as educators, how can we be real or genuine, not copied or fake, true to our own nature in the face of pressures to conform and how can we allow our students to also be true to themselves now we all have like an evolution right we're we're all growing and learning and shifting and changing but you you really can't grow and shift and change and become who you're truly meant to be unless you start off from a place of authenticity because if you continue to be fake then how, how do you grow from fake you know, you have to grow from a place of, of real. So anyway, there are a couple of things I was reflecting on or I was thinking about as far as how to show up authentically in the classroom. So the first is reflection. Again, just like, you know, I love words and defining them. I also love reflections. Reflecting on who you are at your most real like cut down all of the walls when there is no pressure to be a certain way or to say the right thing. How do you feel? How do you talk? How do you move? And how much of that can you bring into the classroom? Why or why not? So again, just knock down all the barriers when you are just in your full self. What does that look like? The second thing is learning. We should be lifelong learners of ourselves. Understanding ourselves is the key to showing up authentically. So take a personality test, do an Enneagram quiz, or meditate. Observe yourself. When you are interacting in this world, think about, think about it. Think about how you respond to people. Think about how you show up and then say, okay, why am I doing this? Like, how, how am I... How am I showing up and why? And then think about how you can apply what you've learned about your personality and your Enneagram type and your all of those, all of those pieces. And like, how can you apply them to your teaching style? Because I think it's important for you to define your teaching style, right? Like you don't want to copy someone else's teaching style. You don't want to show up as someone else. So own who you are. And then allow that to inform the way that you teach. Because in my opinion, your strengths are your strengths and your weaknesses are also your strengths. And yeah, that's going to be a whole other podcast episode, but own it, use it, 
<laughs> show up authentically. And then the, the last thing I would definitely encourage is implementation. So go out there and do it. Like take what you've learned or take what you've reflected on, take what you've learned about yourself and then put it into action. Show up more authentically today. Take one step today and then see how your students respond to that. Are they allowing themselves to be more authentic because they see you being more authentic? And maybe you're thinking, I do intentionally show up authentically, Jocelyn. I got this. Okay, great. Excellent. <laughs> that is great. That's what we want. So here's how you take it to the next level. Determine how showing up as your authentic self empowers your students. So very intentionally say, okay, this is how I show up authentically. And how does that empower my students? Or does it? Maybe, ooh, okay, well, I'm going to say this because I'm, I'm trying to show up as my authentic self. Is your star burning so brightly that it, that it doesn't allow for your students? I feel like the goal is for our stars to burn in a way that, that it inspires our students, right? So that, that, that it allows our students' spark to light. But sometimes we are so much in our vibe and so much in ourselves that we are actually stifling or snuffing out the spark of our students. And I'll be the first to raise my hand and say that I'm guilty of it, right? And there is definitely a fine balance. There, there's a fine line and I've experienced that both as a teacher and as a parent. I have to, I have to walk that fine line of, of, of shining brightly, of allowing my star to burn brightly, but not imposing that on my children or on my students. In that same note, here are a few suggestions for allowing your students to show up authentically. I'm gonna walk through those same three. Reflecting. How is your classroom and the learning experiences that you've created, like how are those designed to allow for true expression of emotion, thought, and innovation? And then learning, how do your students show up authentically? So maybe have them take a personality test, have them do an Enneagram, have them take a learning style assessment, and then ask them and observe them. When you see your students in the hallway, are they acting and expressing in a totally different way than they do in your classroom? And I mean, yes, okay. <laughs> of course, there's going to be parts of them that they express more fully when they're just with their friends and they're just relaxing. But you should still see a part of that, of that relaxed and authentic self in the classroom. How are they able to show up and feel comfortable to be who they are without fear of criticism or judgment? Do they, do they walk into your classroom and they know they got to button up, straighten up, you know, speak differently? And why? I mean, I guarantee that there are many missed opportunities for engagement because a student is more worried about presentation than participation. And that right there, that's a whole word. Allow your students to, to speak as they do without being stopped and interrupted for grammar. Yes, just let them say what they need to say. And then, you know, if it's really important to go back and correct grammar, which again is a whole other episode, then maybe do that, right? Because there, there are definitely times when we need to express ourselves in one way over another, but making students feel like they are wrong 
just because they're not using standard American English, then that's, uh, that's, I can't even dive into that one today. That that's, that's a whole other episode, but allow them to just speak. And then, you know, allow them to, to use their heart language. So if a child speaks another language at home, if they are multilingual, allow them to use those, that language in the classroom. Like I remember my students used to say all the time, miss, you are the only one that allows us to speak whatever language. Like our other teachers, they they won't allow us to speak it. And I was like, really? Why? You know, like, wh- why, why, why do you think that is? And they really didn't know. But for me, it didn't bother me. It was, you know, I was allowing them to express themselves in a way that they felt comfortable and then use English as well. So it was it was a multilingual classroom and they, they felt comfortable to express and to be who they were. All right, so then... The third piece is that implementation. Now, this may be uncomfortable at first, but I believe you will find that it is liberating and fun as the journey unfolds. So like I said, definitely like allowing your students to speak without being stopped for grammar, allowing them to use their heart language. And then honestly, one of the things that I always did was I would ask them if they wanted me to sometimes speak to them in their heart language. Like if a student was was speaking Spanish, I knew some Spanish. I would ask them like, hey, I would love to to be able to practice my Spanish. And I, you know, because I really want to be able to to communicate in many different languages, just like you do. I think that that is a true mark of intelligence and creativity. And so I'm working on that. Are you okay with me speaking to you in your heart language? And they loved it. And I'm not going to say every child is going to be that way. Right. But but my students in particular, they really enjoyed it. They they thought it was fun to teach me different words and phrases and Honestly, it was helpful because when I had students that that would come into my classroom that didn't speak any English, if I knew some Spanish, then I was able to to speak with them and to help them to feel comfortable and to say, hey, like I am I'm forming a bridge like I would love to be able to communicate with you. And I don't want you to feel this pressure that you have to speak English when you are very fluent in in another language. And like, let's use that as a bridge. Another suggestion for implementation is during your morning meetings or check-ins, allowing your students to express their feelings and emotions, but then also allowing them to express any needs around that. So if they are sad or if they are super excited and happy, is there something that they might need from their class? Something that they need of themselves? Like sometimes when I'm so excited, like... I just like to do a little jig, right? I like to do a little dance and I just want to get it out. Like I just need to express that emotion and just release that energy and then I can calm down and I can sit down. And your students may be the same way. So allow them to express the emotion, but then also any need that's connected to that. And then one of my very favorite ways is to establish classroom norms, expectations, and rules as a class. This gives you so much insight into who your students are and how they feel comfortable showing up, gives you insight into how they were raised. So if you are talking about establishing norms around respect, then having them talk about what respect means to them, how they show respect, how other people can can show them respect, that's going to look differently for different students. And then when you feel safe and comfortable, you show up as your best teacher self. And when your students feel safe and comfortable, they show up as their best student self. And honestly, that is where the magic happens. 
right there in that authenticity. So what other ideas do you have? Like I am a lifelong learner. I love to learn from all people. So share with me, what other ideas do you have for showing up authentically? Like how can you show up authentically? How can your students show up authentically? I would love for you just to drop those in the review comments on Apple Podcasts, or you can send me a DM on Instagram. My handle is at iteachcustom. You can send me an email. You can send me a message on LinkedIn. I'm in all the social spaces. So definitely hit me up. Let me know how you show up authentically in your classroom. Cheers. All right, that's a wrap on today's episode, but not on the amazing work you're doing at your school and in your classroom. To keep your momentum going, I created a free resource just for you, the ultimate diverse classroom checklist. This checklist has five simple steps you can take today to create a diverse and inclusive classroom head over to customteachingsolutions.com forward slash the checklist. Also, can I ask you a favor? If you enjoyed listening, please subscribe, rate, review, and most importantly, share this podcast with a friend. All right, I'll talk to you in the next episode.